Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind the scenes exclusives. All thanks to E Entertainment's Maria Menunos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, After Buzzers. We're here doing another After Buzz TV after show for MTV's yeah. Teen Wolf Season 5, Episode 14, The Sword and the Spirit. I'm your host, Kristen Elizabeth Snyder. You can follow me at Cinematic Escape. Cinematic Joining me, Escape. Courtney Tezno. <laughs> hey, guys, keep in touch with me at Tezno's on Twitter and Instagram and use that hashtag ABTV Teen Wolf. I'll be shouting you guys out. And Elena Jordan. Hey, you can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl. And Ryan Malady. Hey guys, it's Ryan. Welcome back. You know where to find me. And tonight, you can find us at the live chat. Go to youtube.com slash afterbuzztv to chat with the group. And give us a thumbs up if you like what you see tonight. You should because we have some special guests. Kristen, why are you introduce some yes. special guests for tonight? <laughs> As <laughs> promised, we have two special guests for you guys this evening. We have Megan Tandy who plays Brayden. Hi. Oh, wow. <laughs> Good to see you all. Thank you for being here. I wish I had a flower to throw. I know. Right? I was just to smell it. And we have Angela Harvey who is a writer oh, on team and has promised to help us on. Unravel the Teen Wolf mysteries this evening. Help me unravel it too. So call us and ask these lovely ladies a question at 424-253-0504. Again, that's 424-253-0504. Guys, there's so much betrayal this episode. Lots of blood and stidia. I loved this episode. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys yeah. for being here to discuss it with us and, and making it special. I oh, mean, yeah. Brayden, how do you prepare for such a badass role? Oh my gosh, that was my exact word. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I, I basically just, you know, show up and do my thing. No, um, uh. it's been... It, I don't know. Brayden is just so fun to just play, and it, it, she's such the opposite of me. Like Brayden, just like never smiles. She has no personality. She's not really a chatterbox like I am. So it's fun just basically playing like my alter ego and preparation. I don't know. I just have a little chit chats with Angela before I hop on, and then boom, I just do it. Oh, click, cool. click, boom. Click, click, boom. Yes, that's what you should have done to Theo. Oh, my, oh God, my God. I was so ready him. to shoot him. I loved how you guys put that in the in the script where basically, I mean, I, I just met him and mm-hmm. I'm already trying to like shoot the dude. <laughs> I wish Malia had let me do it, but yeah. it's okay. Even Animal Clinic, like I was ready for her to like, yeah. 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 Theo, boom. Angela, why didn't you let her keep that gun? Seriously. I mean, things <laughs> had to happen. <laughs> Jeez. Angela, just quickly, what has changed this season on Teen Wolf in the writer's room? What's changed? Yeah. Like, like it seems like there's so many uh, bad guys this season. There's so many enemies. You guys are bringing back more, like, each episode. Dun, dun, yeah. dun. Like Deucalion. Yeah. Oh, well, the my first God. half of the season was so 
dark. Like the whole first half of the season is really about this pack fracturing and falling apart and what it takes for people to weave in between such tight friends, the secrets and the lies. And then the second half of the season is bringing back that Teen Wolf fun and getting them back together, restoring those friendships. So. This sounds a lot like high school. Especially senior year, you know, you're uh, yeah. worried about losing oh. your friends. I think so. I've blocked all that mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Let's talk about the Javuda. Oh my goodness. You guys, I want to know, who is the Javuda? So we know that the Hellhound is Parrish, and that's explained this episode. Who do we think the Javuda is? You guys can guess, and then Angela's going to tell us. Yeah, but the beast. The beast. La Bette. La Bette. La Bette. Yeah, you guys can say just pronounce it. I can't pronounce things as fancily as you can. So I just go with the beast. Yeah, I'll go with the beast, too. Are we talking about the maid of the Javudal? No. Or the actual beast itself? The beast. Who's going to be the beast? Because they said it's a student walking around who doesn't even know that they turn But it's like a former student, though, right? Didn't it say it's like a bad... Because it's a teenage. She knows the answer, so, you know. The teenage chimera, you know. Who is that? Who is the beast? A lot of people on social media were saying Danny. They think it's Danny? Yeah. I think that it's Brett Talbot. We've had Cody hmm. St. New in the studio with us before, and we haven't seen hmm. him yet this season, but I know he's coming up. <laughs> so that's my guess. They think Mason. Interesting. I all can't answer all the question. <laughs> so, um, I agree with yeah. Price right here in the live chat. It's either Mason or Danny. Yeah, everyone mm-hmm. keeps saying Danny on my feed. I'm not thinking it's Danny, but okay. She's an expert. She's sure. I like I'm yeah. just guessing. Your predictions are always like pretty good. I remember from the last time, like me and Alyssa were sitting here, and you were saying some things, and I was just like, "This girl is good." Did she read the scripts? Like I didn't know what was going on. So yeah, I I uh, I write as well. So yeah. I, I just these are just my writer's predictions. Mm-hmm. Always well, spot on. Do you write? Again. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Punny. Uh, okay, so what do you guys think of Gerard and Argent working together and coming back? This father-son combination should it. be trust so Argent. Awesome. That's like one of my favorite things about this season, besides myself, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> do we trust Ger- Gerard, though? I like him. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think in the buddy cop movie, I want to see. Yeah, he's, like, uh, he's got no room for uh, baloney. You know, he's there to... Get stuff straightened out, and that's what he's there for. Well, he put the Dread Doctors to rest. Now, do we have to worry about the Dread Doctors now that Gerard's back and he kind of, like, put their frequency in there? I feel like I would always be worried about those. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Are we going to get, like, a backstory about the Dread Doctors, or can you tell yes. us anything about them? It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I do say so. Yeah. I, love it. I love it. I think it all comes together toward the end of the season, and it just kind of like gives you those puzzle pieces that click all the way back to 501, where you're just, and maybe even beyond, where it's just like, Ooh, oh, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. I like that. It's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so you tell me, so all of our questions will be answered by the end. By the end. <laughs> and more. Yeah. <laughs> and more. But wait, watch in the next ten days and... Ryan, you that. and your punk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just excited to have a writer and an actor here in the studio with us. Yeah. I can't contain myself. She's read all the scripts. Mm-hmm. She knows. Have you guys already started on season six writing it? We have. Yeah. Yeah. We started actually. Be- we started writing season six before we were done shooting. That's right. The end of five B. Mm-hmm. So wow. we've been going since a little bit before Christmas. So you know where this oh. is going. 
You can tell us all these secrets. So Kira and her dad get together again, and he kind of breaks her sword apart. How do you guys yeah. feel about this? Is she going to be the maid of Javudah? Mm, With I the think, spear? Because she doesn't have a sword anymore? I think Lydia might be the maid of the Javuda. But, yeah. uh, I mean, that sword was going out of fashion anyway. You know? So <laughs> Gotta get a t- new one, right? Yeah, belt, it's you know? slim belt. Exactly, the slim one. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> the fox the fox. Like, I love yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, was like, I love that. That was, that was, was wasn't it, it wasn't, actually. It was <laughs> I wish. Oh, there were so many good lines this episode. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. the shadow pretending to be real. I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. chill. Yeah, yeah, the beginning. I love that. Yeah. I love that Arjun switches his gun. Yeah. shadow pretending to be real. I better pull off the... Going back to the Dread Doctors again, they said that, you know, they were putting all these bodies underneath there with the insects we see. Yeah, that is the same, right? So, you guys, why why are they doing this? Are they protecting the Javuda, like, his real identity? Because if, you know, he's killing these people, are they, like, hiding the bodies so that he's protected? Or why do you guys think they have all these bodies? I feel like Parrish is the person that goes after dead bodies, so maybe they're trying to lure him there, or Mm, that could be I like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because he does see it, so that okay, yeah, that makes sense. I like that. That's what I think. Yeah, weren't we uh, recently disposing of bodies at the uh, Nematon? The Nematon, yeah. Now that. we got bodies underground and on a mural. What was that uh, Latin phrase? Memor- uh, memorari? Mem- Domnatio Memoriae. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 Please. I can't even pronounce it. We spent so much time trying to pronounce it. <laughs> we Googled it. Right. Plenty. <laughs> Plenty. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. One more time for us. What is it? Damnatio Memoriae. Now say it mm. ten times. Bellissima. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have our French teacher calling because you did a good um, yes. French Well, Kristen with the Je yeah, yeah. yeah. A, French, a French teacher called in and actually taught us how to pronounce this. We were we were struggling oh, first yeah. episode, yeah. and we had someone call in. Speaking of callers, should we go ahead and take a call, yes. Marissa, yes. our yes. engineer Marissa? Do we so have any callers on the line? We actually don't, not yet. But again, okay. the number four two four two five three zero five zero four. We could use a Latin professor. I will say, I will say shout out the right to everybody number. in the chat. They mm-hmm. are just all they're they're with me. Stidia all the way. Oh, Everyone's oh my god. Yeah. Lydia and Styles. Angela, oh. I heard it's not going to happen from Jeff. Jeff's like, I don't want it to happen. It's going to be one of those things that they don't give us. Is that true? <laughs> I am Hot not going to take any level at any time. Yeah. <laughs> if that's what he said, then. That's what yeah, he said. I love them. I know. I wanted more from Kira this episode. I feel like every episode we get a little bit here and there, and mm-hmm. I just really want a little bit more of her backstory or her journey as she fights this spirit. What you think of? I mean, I know you guys already did the after show for last week, but we had a big Kira episode yeah. last week. Oh, yeah. I loved that that episode. Yeah, was that loved great? It. I want to be a skinwalker. I know me right? too. <laughs> you guys look great. As I a was skinwalk. like, Brayden should be some skinwalking something because they look awesome. <laughs> I mean, yeah. don't put that in there, but you know, <laughs> if it weren't for Brayden, you know, skinwalking. I think you probably trained those girls, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 I told you how to work it and come out of the sand all like sexy and badass. I'm, I see it. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll, I see it. I'll, I think that would be an awesome Comic Con costume, too. Like, that would be oh, a great yeah. cosplay. Yeah. Skinwalkers? I think, it should it just, I think it should just Let's go back in season. 
You know, I feel like girls should just wear that now. Why not? Why not? Why cosplay? Just random, Ryan? Yeah. No. Just, just oh, not no. That would be kind of awesome. That Courtney, would be kind of awesome. Some no. shout outs you wanted to do? Like, Thank you. Skinwalker no. Sunday? No, we have, <laughs> <laughs> we have a prediction. Florina, yeah. she always calls in. She actually thinks that it's Allison that's coming back, and that's the person that is mm. the beast. Oh. I the don't know beast. about oh, that. Wow. No, I, I think Allison's just coming back to play her ancestors. We've, yeah. heard, we've read on the webs, the on the interwebs. Yes. And you know the it's Argent her family that originally got rid of Jabu the beast. Yeah, I don't and then Stephanie, that. shout out to you. <laughs> Stephanie's prediction is that it's Deputy Straws as the beast. Oh, oh the, the guy oh. in the yeah, yeah, high yeah. school, the blonde cop that's who had his finger kinda, on the trigger. I noticed that. That did yes, that might he be a good one, Stephanie. I think it's I think it's a student though. But I did really like that part where you know the cops <laughs> are with uh, Styles and Scott, and mm-hmm. and they're like, "What are you? What's your theory?" And they're like, "Well, do you guys believe in the supernatural?" They gotta tell him. They have to tell him. You guys, we have to go back to Stidia. Like, I love Stidia. And the fact that's that... That's, like, all up and down my Instagram sometimes, too. <sighs> there's, there's a big Stidia community out there, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, you guys teased us with it. You never gave us it, you know? It's like you held the ice cream in front of us, let us smell it. We watched it melt. Isn't that the best TV, though? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Metaphor. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks to do what I can. Well, you know, clearly <laughs> Styles needs Lydia. That's what I got out of this. And they're going to get her next episode. And I can't wait. But do you guys think that the pack's going to be successful? Well, they, they're working oh, on season it. six, so they got to be, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're getting maybe Lydia not. out. Oh, Are we going to get Lydia the, out? Well, oh, I think. I think so, because yeah. she makes, a Banshee makes a great addition to the pack, you know, to the, to mm-hmm. the group, to the dynamic. She's going to come back and we save the day. We can't do this without you. Well, I want we this, really but can. her mom's really against it. I mean, but Styles already stole the card. They are going to, <laughs> yeah. they are about to <laughs> do that. Wreck having. I love Styles because he's like the sweet, like, oh, we're rooting for you. Wake up, we love you. And then still the bad boy. Well, I'm just going to steal this. I'm going to bust <laughs> <Yeah>. my friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Trying to tell me no, mom. <laughs> no, no boundaries with that guy. And that's what I love about Brayden is there's no boundaries. Oh, none at all. Except for when Malia tells me not to shoot Theo, apparently. Apparently. Other than that, there are no boundaries to that girl. That would have been a dream come out. true for me and the rest of all the um, <laughs> Seriously, I yeah. do not like Theo. But, but you know, though, we got, I got to give a shout out though because he's doing such a great job mm-hmm. with Theo. Like he's getting a lot of hate, and see, I have to shout him out because I was getting all that hate. But he's doing <laughs> such a great job that people hate him so much. But he's just doing some great acting. Great so, actor. You know, Brayden wanted to shoot him, but me, Megan, I didn't want to shoot him. Aww. Aww. Wouldn't it be funny if he turned out to be the beast all along and he didn't know it? Like they don't know, right? They don't know they're the beast. And he's like trying to steal the beast's power, but what if it's himself? What if he's competing oh. with himself? He's trying to twist. Maybe he knows that he's the beast and he's trying to get rid of it. Trying to cure himself. Maybe oh, on, maybe he was the beast. He would want to be the beast. Yeah, he wants I mean, the there's power. 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 Like that control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's about him remembering. Okay, all right. <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> Look, there's a beast inside all of us. Someone I get it. Was with me. Thank you. Oh gosh, sorry. In the chat. What did the chat say? Check in with the chat. Where is this they love, chat? They love I'm gonna Cody get on this <laughs> Start answering questions. Uh, let's see. Uh, Nicholas wanted to shoot Theo this whole time. 
I love Cody Christian. Someone said I love Cody Christian. Yeah, he's doing a great job. Oh, that's right. That's true. He did see the beast with his own eyes. It can't be him. Oh, that's, great yeah, observation. Yeah, good, thanks, thanks for scratching my theory. That's, still, that's so pretty good, though. I like that. That's as long really, as we're all wrong. CC3 <laughs> thinks that Theo will be redeemed. Really? All right. so. Well, let's just talk about Theo. Did you guys feel a little romance with Malia when he was about to give her that shot? Yeah. I thought he was, no. he was having a moment where he was trying to throw her off with that kiss. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like that. I mean, no. the scene was very seductive. I actually, I love the way that was written because mm-hmm. it, it, it definitely draws you in because it's like, mm, what is he going to do? But then he punctures her with that thing. So I didn't really think that there was like a chemistry going on, but I thought it was a very seductive scene. I it was mean, a Lady Gaga bad romance. It sure was. <laughs> you and your partner. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Love it. Had to throw at yeah. least one in. So let's talk about Malia and her mother. I mean, what kind of mother that tells crazy. her daughter, like, tries to kill her daughter because she thinks that's how she'll get her power back? Which I think we talked about this in earlier mm-hmm. seasons. We thought that's probably why she wanted to kill her daughter is that, you know, she lost some of her powers. When oh, she you guys baby. called that? That's awesome. Yeah. I, think we, I think we did. Yeah. We're just going to pretend <laughs> like we did. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think it sucks, man. What a, I mean, everyone has relationship issues with their parents at some point in their life, but uh, to have your mom literally try to kill you, um, I don't really have any stuff. earthly... That's intense. At least she still has a great father. Oh, oh wait. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> not there either. That's not... Peter! <laughs> <laughs> I do for Peter. He's going to come back, and he's going to come full circle. I love Ian Bowen. Save the day. <laughs> yes, definitely. Well, you know what, guys? The thing that we learned about Malia, though, this episode is she's not like her mom. She's a hero. She saves Deaton, which kind of like, you know, she kind of finds her identity in this episode because she's always been on the fence about, you know, Scott, you don't want me in your pack. I'm doing bad things. But she came through today and it actually like he interrupted, you know, her natural instincts to fight off her mother and kill her mom. And she went and saved someone. Yeah, she thought yeah. about that's it. That's great. Oh, I was waiting for her. To kill her. <laughs> <laughs> as bad as that sounds, I was really waiting for that to happen. Well, is it going to happen again? Is her mom going to keep like hunting her? Hmm. Yeah, I, I think, think so. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, wait. I mean, the full moon's coming, right? I mean, comes every yeah. month. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's going to be there. Hey guys. Uh, by the way, our Skype is down, so please. Shoot us some questions for our actor and our writer in the studio. We will ask yes. them for you. In yes, the chat. and we'll let you know if it starts working again. Sorry about that, guys. Let's move on to Liam and Scott. So I kind of feel like, and let me know what you guys think. I think that Liam is going to actually choose Scott over Hayden because in this episode we see Hayden hitting him up on text and he's ignoring her to actually be there with Scott in that moment. So I think it's going to come down to him saving Scott or Hayden. What do you guys think about that? Hmm. Well, it sounds like his priorities are finally turning around. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That is the big takeaway. Uh, I don't know. I mean... We got that I mean, whole explanation. I feel like, I feel like the, the trust is back between the two, mm-hmm. Liam and Scott. So um, I think momentum moving forward uh, all around. You think so? You think mm-hmm. he's going to keep ignoring Hayden and, and you know, try this bromance out again with Scott or what? I think he's a teenage boy and he's not <laughs> going to avoid Hayden. Yes. But I do hope I that they know. grow just a little bit closer. He has a little bit more loyalty towards Scott. That's what I'm hoping. Because he still hasn't said sorry. 
And that's yeah, right. Yes. Exactly. When's that going to come mm-hmm. in? Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I say that hasn't happened, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I love that he finally does call him out on that, mm-hmm. but he still has not apologized. But I say just Pat apologize. Yeah, it's not too late to apologize. It's not too late. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, and you know what? Hayden is pretty much impossible to ignore. She'll just walk right up and slap you. I mean, so, I mean, she wants to be seen. She'll be seen. Angela, what can you tell us about this chimera coming back from the dead, like pet cemetery, like they're <laughs> all kind of in this trance and like they're bad, but they're but they're acting like they used to, but they're bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, death does that to a person. <laughs> yes. It's really yeah. bad, I would <laughs> but yeah, that story continues on. Actually, even. Into season six, that source of you know that that resurrection fluid that Theo pulled out of that tank and injected into those chimeras. It's like that story is only just begun. Death is only the beginning. I would like to resurrect quite a few other creatures, so I don't know. What the, the the death time is? How long you have? Oh yeah, the expiration yeah. date. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? It, Scott has not been feeling good this season. We might be having to resurrect Scott. What do you guys think? Oh no! I, I mean, not. I'm hoping that they get into. I'm, I really hope not. I'm hoping that they do get into a fight where uh, Liam gets a chance to save him because I feel like that's when mm-hmm. he'll finally say, "I'm sorry," and I'm waiting for that. But. Sorry might come after death. I'm no. Afraid. No. <laughs> AD. Well, I love sorry, AD. <laughs> Right. You might be right, but I really hope we don't see Scott die again. Oh, yeah. oh my I, God, I would just die. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a joke, guys. It's serious. I can never tell with you anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys, let's talk about Parrish. So it seems like he's going to be fighting the Javuda at the end of this thing. That's cool yeah, to me. going to be a showdown. <laughs> and we get a, a little bit of his backstory, which yeah. I always like. Cool. Yeah. So maybe you can clear this up for me, Angela. So he was like an explosive ordnance disposal in Afghanistan. So because of his flame resistance, he was able to like set the bombs off. Or did that come because of Afghanistan? Was he born with this or that came from war? You're going to get that story almost <laughs> in full. <laughs> and uh, I think it's. 17, 517. Okay, so like three more episodes, more we get that. Yeah. Good. I'm excited about but that. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll find out all the deeds, and it's tied to Beacon Hills. It's, oh, that's cool. Well, he was called there. I mean, do you oh. guys have any predictions about that? About him. Like in Afghanistan. So, you know, was it the being in war? Is this like a, a post war that he is able to become the Hellhound? Or was he is born it like the trauma? Hellhound? Is it like war trauma? Right. That's what you're saying. I could see that, but I'm mm. waiting to see what actually happens. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to predict anything Something that might have been a part of him to begin with that just came out at that point. Because how, how do you grow up your whole life not burning yourself? I, mean, I burn myself like every time mm-hmm. I cook ramen. <laughs> yeah. you know? I do love, though, that we see... Gerard, when he throws the flame at his eye, and he's like, yeah. so if you were wrong, would that just have burned my yeah. eye? I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I like the way like, this guy's your father, and he goes, wasn't my choice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Amen. So, do Callan's back! No. I'm a plastic surgeon on the show. 
Wait, what? Well, he scratched my face. So I, I sent out a tweet last night oh. saying that, yay, Ducalian's back. He's the one that did all the work on my face, referring to the scars. He is not actual work, y'all. And no, so I, I, I've, I've had no work done. Yeah. Megan's like, he's the reason I have to show up to work. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 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 So oh can goodness. we predict more scars from Ducalian? Is this going to be Braden Ducalian 2 showdown? Oh. That, well, I can't, well... Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's weird because I want to answer it, but it's like, yeah, I have to just sit here. Um, <laughs> but that would be really Give us awesome. something. Do a dance or something. I know. Can you do an interpretation of what's going to happen? Well, that's definitely not going to be happening. Charades, um, charade predictions. But I mean, the cool thing about him coming back last night, like it, it would be, well, who knows if you know Braden and Ducalian will see each other again? But that would be a really, really awesome scene because it's like, hey, look, look what you did. Mm-hmm. Then hopefully that would bring about a big old fight. I, I think so. so. Yeah, I think he deserves a, a matching scar. And I have a question, Angela. Yes. I felt like Ducalion and Scott left off on a good note. Like, he was this peace hippie yeah. and all was good. So did losing his vision again cause his hatred to come back? That's the idea. You know, he comes back and he's, like, blind again. It, that would kind of probably piss me off, too. Yeah. yeah. So, especially if he felt like he was set up for that. I can yeah. really see where he's coming from. Come on. Oh, oh, can't oh, you. Oh, hey, that was yours for today. Got it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm done. But again, there's oh. more. Well, stay tuned. Apparently, Theo is going to help him get Scott's eyes as long as he helps Theo uh, get the, the, beast. the beast's power. Mm-hmm. But as we've seen Theo betray everybody else, oh, yeah. Yeah. what is going to happen when Theo betrays the wrong wolf, as in Deucalion? Oh, I can't wait. Eat I his eyeballs. Yes. Yeah. I think he <laughs> might take his eyeballs. <laughs> What's wrong yeah. with Theo's eyeballs? We Nothing's like Scott. wrong with Theo's eyeballs. Take They're Theo's not red. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah, that's been like his problem. problem. Why not just take his? But no, he hmm. needs the eyes of an alpha. Yeah. Yeah, and Theo's. Mm. Oh. Yeah, Theo, he, he's not really at that level yet. All right, all mm. right, fine. Well, <laughs> it looks like the pack is going to be back together. They're back together at the end of this episode. And Brayden, are you now part of this pack? I don't know. Um, I think I think I'm just that person that they just call they go up when to. they need. Um, they definitely have their little pack going on, you know, within the high school kids. But if they need somebody, they just they just give Brady. They know. Who they shoot me a text. I don't feel like Brady's Brady. much of a joiner. Yeah, yeah, Brady's exactly. Like She's kind of like on her own. And fan. honestly, I think with her being a mercenary, I mean, she doesn't really want to be in a pack with a bunch of teenagers. Um, but she knows they know that if they need her, she's right there. So she's mm-hmm. like the unofficial pack member. Nice. I like it. Well, it looks like we're going to get Lydia next episode, which is just yeah. the whole pack's going to be there. Lydia has, you know, her badass powers that we saw finally in this episode. How'd you guys like that? She finally channeled cool. that hey, voice. We're all caught up. That's yeah. Time. The timeline yeah. catches up. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. One big circle. I, I, I like that Meredith came back to teach yes. her. Well, let's go ahead and get into an exclusive After Buzz TV interview. After Buzz TV exclusive. Oh, oh my god. I'm not ready for that, right? So I want to know for both of you, what were your early influences in your writing and your acting and how that manifests into your work today? Good question. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, I was always just like a big reader. I was like, just all the 
stuff you read as a kid even that sticks into your mind and start back to Dr. Seuss. All that I like stuff. that. Yeah. I see Dr. Seuss and Demos. I you can see all kinds of images. We reference everything from classic literature to Superman too. Like um you know. Oh, I've noticed. So nerdy child. <laughs> yeah. She gets all the references. Yeah. She gets all the references for sure. And of course Star Wars, which everybody's talking about right now. Oh, yeah. yes. Big Star Wars nerds and Lord of the Rings nerds. That's, yeah. I wanted to ask, because the Dread Doctors to me remind me so much of the Cybermen from Doctor Who. Was that a thing at all, or did I just see that because I wanted what? to? You know what? There are a couple of us who watch Doctor Who. I've never seen an episode of Doctor <gasps> Who. But, the, you know, the Dread Doctors were originally going to be the Plague Doctors. What did you think? She said mean. I mean, he said mean. Oh, am I going to get hate on? No, mine. No, no. No, I'm right there. We'll stand together. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. But, um, you see those Plague Doctors? Yeah, from like the black fire, black plague, and they put like incense in their beaks to keep away. But um, we ended up moving away from that to do something more modern. And Mm -hmm. I I love their story, the fact that they have preserved their bodies. I mean, I see this coming in the new future, in the in the near future Mm -hmm. for for our society. Unfortunately, I mean, we're manufacturing organs right now. Yeah, Yeah. it's kind of crazy. It's getting kind of crazy, but it's getting kind of Teen Wolf realistic. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. you see the human ear on the back of the rat. What? That's what? Oh, I saw it oh, yeah. no, it's oh. straight from Teen Wolf. Straight Science. out of yeah. Teen Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nasty. What about you, Megan? What were some early influences for you? Um, I would say, like when I was a little girl, like it sounds so crazy, but there was a show on MTV called My So Called Life. Yeah, which Claire Danes was like the lead of that show, and I don't know. I just I loved watching her and and seeing her portray the character. I, I also really loved Kirsten Dunst. Um, Halle Berry, all, all of them were just really, really big influences. And so I just remember watching them on TV, including Tom Cruise, who I also thought was really cute. Hmm. But I don't know, there was just something about TV and acting that I was just like, wow, I want to be like them. Like, I, I remember watching Little Women. I might be aging myself a little bit here, but Claire Danes was also in Little Women. And, um, and Kirsten Dunst was in Little Women. And I was just like, you know what? I want to be like these girls. Like, I just love how they were portraying things. And it just kind of just manifested itself at the age of seven. And <laughs> wow. here I am. Early on. Yeah. yeah. I want to know from 5B, what was your favorite set, um, favorite moment on set so far? 5B. Oh, it's the one that's currently airing. Yeah, this current one that's airing. What was your favorite? That's well, got to be something from this episode. If I say anything else, well, that is my <laughs> fire. Well, even just mine does funny actually happen to be in this episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, it's Meredith screaming yeah. to throw Lydia. I love that moment because yeah, cool. she's like, "You think you're all in your mind? You think you have no power? You think you're weak? Well, let me show you." Mm-hmm. And she goes flying, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do this." Yeah, I love that, that journey she takes. That was really good. Um. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I could just say, like, there's some. There's another episode that's coming up where... So they Jeff wanted Brayden to kind of channel, like, this Terminator thing. Oh. So, but it's just <laughs> funny. If you think of the Terminator, you think of Arnold Schwarzenegger with the shotgun straight up in the air, and he's kind of just, like, walking around mm-hmm. all crazy oh, and machine-like. Yeah, I kind of, like, do something like that in, the, in like, these Ooh. episodes coming up. Oh. So I just remember busting up laughing because I thought it was hilarious, <laughs> but I really liked it because it made me look pretty badass. So. Nice. <laughs> so Looking they, forward to that. They say the unconscious mind can be a writer's and an actor's best friend. Does that help you guys at all? 
Yeah, Jeff actually refers to the unconscious writer a lot in the room. Like, when we'll, hmm. we'll find something, we sometimes we'll wrestle with a, a problem or a scene or solution for days, and then we find it planted somewhere in the series history. It's like, unconscious writer. Like, mm-hmm. we put it there for ourselves a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. how do you use that? I'm, I'm not sure you can consciously use the unconscious <laughs> yeah, writer. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just have well, to look I mean, for it. Thinking about it, it's like when you're unconscious, you don't kind of have the fears uh, that you've maybe grown to have as an adult and Mm -hmm. those emotions. So I can see how that would really help, especially in acting. Absolutely. In writing. Mm -hmm. I, I think, well, it is unconscious when it's coming from the director's perspective. Like there's been times where I've gone in with a choice where I was like, okay, this is how I'm going to play. This is this is what I'm going to do. This is where I think the Braden's going. But then the director, well, like I said, for me, it's unconscious because I didn't think of it. But coming from him, he comes in from a completely different perspective. And just having that placed upon it, it can change the entire thing. So it's just mm. interesting where ideas and opinions and other people's perceptions of how a character should be played, like where it comes from, because sometimes you can use it because it can change the entire performance. I like that. That's you- fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you wave with it. Do you wave. Pageant wave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the beauty of oh. collaboration, though. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Before we continue, we actually have someone who wants to know what happened to Brayden and Derek. Are they still together? Oh, Did they break oh, up? Yeah, they waiting for that question. To know. <laughs> um, they are very much still together. Oh, okay. Um, Especially, I mean, according to both Tyler and I, they are still together. Um, I did, I do remember asking Jeff though. I was like, "So, you know, what is going on?" And um, yeah, they are still together. You know, they're not on screen together right now. She's, you know, Braden's helping Malia in the whole situation. But yes, no, they're still together. Ah, look at that. Yeah, <laughs> and hopefully, you know, there'll be like a little reunion, and then there they are. That'd be really cute. <laughs> Put that in there. Oh, Derek and Braden just boom in. <laughs> I would love that. Do we have any questions from the chat that you guys would like to take? Everyone is kind of still very much on board asking all of these are saying, oh, ask about Derek. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Derek. <laughs> Just saying, you guys caught that. Uh, Piper, Piper Charms asks, uh, do any of the actors on set prefer method acting? Which I think is an interesting question because if you're living the life of a wolf, everybody's definitely taking their jobs very seriously um there's definitely nobody like you know crawling around on all fours doing the wolf thing or anything but um <laughs> but everybody's definitely very deep into their characters but no one is to the point where it's like you can't even go up to them and have a conversation like everybody's still very much themselves but when we're on we're on yeah. Nice. Without being a wolf all day. <laughs> I mean, not all of us can do it. Is there something you it's, do it's to like tough. get into Brayden's character, like right before you go on? Um, honestly, it's just I'll just take like a few moments, like before we're before we come out of our trailer. I'll just I'm just making sure that I'm in the moment. I'm I'm sitting in my thoughts, like in Brayden's thoughts. Because I mean, if I go in there as Megan, it's going to be a completely different take. So <laughs> I have to really just like settle in the fact that okay, I'm a mercenary. You know, I'm this badass, fearless girl, and that literally does help me to do the dialogue correctly because if you don't have that then the entire tone is off I'm going to wake up with that mentality tomorrow 
what, to be a badass, fearless I'm a, I'm person? A mercenary. I'm a mercenary. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, a badass, mercenary. strong woman. Here we go. Well, I can't. With a snap in a way. And the pageant way. Do you feel like the costuming helps you, though, too? Because I feel like. Brady yeah. dresses very differently than you. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, the boots, the whole motorcycle boots thing, that that's, I don't know, that whole thing is just really like sexy to me, especially when, like, when I had the motorcycle. Anytime mm-hmm. we did any yeah. scenes with that, Man, I was method <laughs> in the character. Um, but now that I haven't had the bike and it's mostly just like the shotgun has been like my co-star, um, <laughs> definitely holding that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that can only do one thing but put you in this very like, okay, you're here to do a job and this is what your job is. Now go shoot somebody. Have you ever shot uh, shotguns before in real life? No. I mean, the one that we use on set is actually real. It's just not loaded. Really? So, I mean, I don't know if that counts, but actually, like, being at, like, a shooting range or something, no. I mean, maybe, like, on a video game or something. Yeah. <laughs> Time Crisis 4 in the arcade? Yeah, yeah. Well, Resident Evil. Oh, okay. Does anybody know anything about Resident Evil? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like zomb- yeah. See, I'm more of, like, a zombie game yeah. kind of freak. Yeah, I'm a little weird. Call of Duty. Not at all. Yeah, I play Call of Duty. Boom. Yeah. Like you even more and more. Every <laughs> sentence you speak. Yes. The fans are going crazy. Yes. Oh my um, god. It's because I'm have... like a half fan girl now, I guess. <laughs> I wanted to yes, ask you, yes, Angela, sorry. about the writing process. Yeah. Now, I don't think people really know how many hours you guys oh are there. You're god. probably going back to work after this. Can you just talk about the writing process and what do you do if you're like stuck? We're kind of in, the, you know, since we're not shooting right now, there's slightly less pressure. So we are, we'll leave by like seven or eight. And so it's not, but that's early. I think our record is like three thirty in the morning. Yeah. Ooh, it's pretty ridiculous. And, and they're, they're even still like nailing it out. Even while we're filming, we're like, Hey, where is everybody? They're over there like working and still planning and getting thoughts and stuff together. So they put in a lot of hours. There was something you guys, your line, outfox the fox. But we were working on that scene yeah. as they were shooting. Like, Jeff was oh, running man. out to wow. set with yeah. more lines for that. Wow. Th- those great lines. And, yeah, That's we crazy. worked on that. Are there, like, games you play in the writer's room that kind of, like, help you guys stir up these crazy yeah, ideas? what happens when you get writer's block? Like, oh, my gosh. Oh, you can't get writer's block. Yeah. <laughs> That's man. not allowed. But, um, Jeff, like... I don't know. I don't know if it's okay. I'm just gonna say anyway that he just like pays for a gym on set. Oh yeah. So, like we have mm-hmm. a um, weight room, a cardio room, and we have a yoga teacher who comes on Fridays. Oh, so great. it's like if you really need to work something out, you, there's outlets for that. And mm-hmm. a lot of it's always actors, writers, editors in there just trying <laughs> to get their creative juices pumping, get the blood flowing. Yeah. And Is that when you kind of start? Writing, is that the inspiration for writing? You get in, you get around those other people, and then the juice is kind of, like, when you're at work? Or do you write Teen Wolf in the shower when you, when, you, when it comes to you? You know, is it, is the, the inspiration shower for ideas come? are the best ones yeah. most of the time, yeah. And then you come in and you present it to the group, and either they're like, that is insane, or... Inspired! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was naked and wet when I thought of it. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... Well, like, parent... Oh, wait, shit. I can't remember what's aired. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's fine. I can't remember. Go ahead and give us all the spoilers you want. So feel free. But yeah, I'm looking forward to more Lydia and Parrish if she gets out. Yes. 
that will be exciting because I feel like they, we've only really gotten that in shower scenes. Mm-hmm. Speaking of shower, <laughs> that's where I was going with that. And so I'm hoping that that comes to fruition. You know what I think oh could my. be cool? <laughs> what if Lydia, what if you're right, and she's the maid of Javudon, and then mm. she and Parrish team up to take down the beast. Oh, that would be and amazing. Then super and they romantic make out. and badass. And then they make out. In the rain to slow jams. Which actually leads into a question. Yeah, Mary CSB asks uh, about the thought process for the songs in the background of the Mm -hmm. scenes, which I think we saw a really great one tonight when they had the I Know Who I Am Now, when it was Mm -hmm. playing after Malia makes her big choice, and I was like, oh, spot on. Oh, yeah, love that song. Yeah, Laura's been on the show a couple times on After Buzz. Yeah, our music supervisor. She pulls all those songs out herself. And from looking, she'll look at the cuts, start reading the scripts, look at the cuts, and she just spends hours and hours looking. For so those she's working songs. with you guys. She's working with editors. She's, yeah. she's bouncing around, figuring out the best chemistry. So like, the best. headphones. Listen, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, <laughs> totally, totally. Well, we work with the editors. She'll, she'll email them options, but she'll be like. You should use this song, trust me. And mm. I mean, nine times out of ten, of course, she is 100% right. Mm-hmm. I have secretly asked her for date night playlists. <laughs> oh my goodness. They're, they're really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> they, they're magical. I'll say that. I might secretly ask you for that. I know, yeah. that too. I'm like, wait, send that to me. Lala Webb's got a secret if you say it on air. Well, let's, thank you guys for answering all of our nitty gritty crazy questions. Let's go ahead and roll into predictions. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. This is when you guys spoil everything. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Because we look at Angela on every question. (laughs) And I'll be like... I know. (laughs) All right, well, I think a lot of things. But first of all, I think Lydia is going to be back with the pack next week. But I think it's not going to be before Stalinsky has that conversation with uh, Lydia Martin's mom, Mrs. Martin. And good news is... Susan and Lyndon are going to be in studio with us next week. So hopefully they can shed some light on that. But I feel like Susan's kind of in a a trance. Uh, Lydia's mom's in a trance because, like, who? What mother? I know she's trying to do what she can for her daughter, but it seems like she's not thinking clearly right now. Even when she signed her into Eichenhaus, it was a little bit of a weird exchange. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe there is yeah. something going on there. Can well, you know talk? she's had that sense of denial of the supernatural like that scene and um, I don't remember exactly which episode it is in A when Malia's leaving school and um, Susan's telling her it's like Mm -hmm. I think you need to concentrate on school and Malia goes her eyes she doesn't blink she doesn't flinch like she knows Mm -hmm. she's like you need to stay in school and then there's that scene that's in the next dawn for next week we get a little bit more about why that's her philosophy, why she yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's some history there that we're going to get. Obviously, you know, she has a past. She's lived in Beacon Hills, and maybe she knows some secrets. Mm-hmm. We had that, like, very weird bathroom scene with the grandmother that we've no, never really... Yeah, that comes back to haunt me, but yeah. <laughs> there's a lot more to that story. So well, I'm happy that. that we're finally getting that because all of the parents have some type of ties to the supernatural that we finally get to know about mm-hmm. to find out what hers is. is like, ah. mm-hmm. So that's going to be really cool. <laughs> what do you guys think? What do you think? Ooh, do you want to have a joint prediction? 
Are, oh, do you think we're on that level? <laughs> <much? laughs> <Same thing. laughs> are we at that level? <laughs> They're on the same ship. Yeah, they fan ship. You want to drop, drop anchor and school these fools or what? Oh, all right. Oh. Don't you right, love them? So, Lydia is the maid of the Javudan. And? And Parrish, obviously, is Hellhound. We already know that. And so they are going to team up, just like in the painting, crush. And fight the. Fight the beast. And, and the. And win the. <laughs> battle, <laughs> win the show, and, and win the battle of and the hearts of all the hearts who watch of all it. who watch it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Boom, that's uh, a little just a little. Sizzle, sizzle, crackle, kind pop. Of, kind of. You guys, I don't think Lydia can throw a spear. I think she's like a street fighter. But this is I the think, thing. I don't think she's gonna throw a spear. I think she's gonna break something with her voice mm. and then harness okay. her energy to spear them with a with a shattered piece with of a broken sh- table leg. Yeah, something <laughs> that just happens to resemble a spear. Okay. Yes. Oh, <laughs> remnants of her vocal destruction. How about you guys, Boom. Angela and Megan? Any last thoughts about what's to come that you can give us? I predict. I'm forgetting you. <laughs> I mean, you can give us something. <laughs> I like how Angela, you oh, Angela Harvey, writer of TV. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I predict six more episodes. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I can't say yeah. anything. Is, is, is there anything that you would like to uh, say to the fans of uh, AfterBuzz Teen Wolf and yeah. your show? And a, a lot of them, you know, obviously would like obviously would like to be sitting where you guys are, mm-hmm. actor, writer. Do you have some sort of like industry advice you can give those guys? Mm. Yeah, I, I would just say to anybody that that's wanting to be, you know, an actor, an actress, like just. Do it. You know, there's going to be so many people telling you not to do it. They're going to say, oh, but you're too short. You're too this. They don't have enough of this. They don't have enough of that. Like, just don't listen to any of those things. Like, if it's something that you want to do, take your classes, learn your craft, um, you know, meet people, network, do what you got to do. But just, you know, stay focused and just go after it. Mm. All right. Uh. Mm. Uh, be fearless and strong. Like Brayden. Yeah. Like Brayden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Not these. These are like not matching. Stop <laughs> it. Yeah, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't change them. Anyway, so what advice would you like to give? Angela, how do we become the best writer on Team Wolf? You just <laughs> have to Wolf. write. Yeah. Right. And right that's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it's, it's your lawn. You got to write. And then you have to show it to people. And that's the thing that I think a lot of people don't get over that mm-hmm. little hurdle because they're like, oh, it's mine, it's my baby. Oh, mm-hmm. You're never going to get any better until you find somebody to read it. And and you have to have that sample to be prepared. I think a lot of people want to be writers in Hollywood and then they meet somebody like, you're going to give me my opportunity. Sure, send me what you wrote. And mm-hmm. you don't have it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you got to be prepared. Like, look. Meets opportunity. Mm-hmm. I yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah luck good. is where preparation meets opportunity. That's it. I couldn't remember yes. that. <laughs> thank you. Someone wrote it. Someone wrote somewhere. it. Somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. Well, thank you well guys put. so much for <laughs> yes. joining us tonight. I think we got a lot of answers, and just you guys being here made the show awesome. Yeah. <laughs> where can 
the fans keep up with you? Whether you guys have, you know, your personal websites or something else you're working on? Where can we follow you uh, and keep up with what you're doing? Definitely on social media. I mean, I'm on that thing like a crazy person. So <laughs> for um, for Twitter and Instagram, it's at Megan Tandy. Snapchat, it is Tandy Meg. Yeah. Like it. <laughs> I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Nations Film. I'm not on Snapchat. Yeah, no, that's good. That's though. a lot for me. Yeah, it's, it's it's addicting anyway. Yeah, okay. it's, it's, it's <laughs> too much. Your social media addiction. Yeah, yeah, it's too much. You guys can follow me at Cinematic Escape, and you can follow AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV. And keep in touch with me at Tez Knows on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat, since we're throwing that out there. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at Elena Jordan, A-L-A-N-A-J-O-R-D-A-N, and on Instagram at That Elena Jordan Girl. And I'm Ryan Malady. You guys can keep up with me at Ryan Malady, M-A-L-A-T-Y. Let's give you one last screenshot pose. Ready? Three, two, one, but go! We're never in your screenshot, Ryan. Oh, wait, wonderful. <laughs> and for you Not guys, for you guys. Oh! oh. Guys, we do over 120 shows here at AfterBuzz TV. So if you're not just watching Teen Wolf and you're following other shows on MTV or NBC or CBS, we probably do an after show for it. So catch up with those on AfterBuzzTV.com. Thank you guys. Join us next week, and thank you, Megan and Angela, for joining us Yay. once again. You guys, download, rate, subscribe, and then have a good night. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterbuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of Afterbuzz TV. Buzz you later. Oh. Views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.